the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I don't think any of us who have been depressed, humiliated, mad, angry over what's happened to our country in the last year since the election of Joe Biden have felt like there was much we could do about it. He's going to be president for four years. The midterms are a ways off. Sit back, take it, enjoy it, deal with it. But today, as we begin a Monday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show, I feel different. We're still a year away from the midterm, sure, but I think tomorrow is a day where we can start to send the message that this nonsense, this bad policy, this bad ideology is not going to be tolerated. It doesn't feel maybe as consequential as taking back the House, taking back the Senate, but it is consequential because we get a chance tomorrow locally and across the country to take back our school boards. We'll introduce you to another candidate today for a local school board, this one in Hilliard, that I believe stands for the right things. And Hilliard, you have a chance in your district to really make a difference because you can elect three people to your board. You can get control of your board like right now. Uh, There are some boards that have one good candidate, one good board member already on the board. And if you get two more, well, there you can control it much more than you've been able to in the past. So tomorrow is a very consequential day, not just because of school boards. You finally get a chance to be represented in the U.S. Congress now that – Steve Stivers has run out on us for a soft landing spot with the Chamber of Commerce in the state of Ohio. Mike Carey running to succeed Stivers. He's running against Allison Russo, who has done nothing but lie about Mike Carey, insinuating that he's done things that he has not done and using her adorable daughter, she is adorable, to campaign for her, which I find deplorable. We will uh, refresh your memory a lot between this moment right now and tomorrow when the show closes. So that you go to the polls and write for the and vote for the right people in Dublin, that is Diana Rigby and Sherry Stryker for school board. In Olentangy, that is Jen Foyt and Felicia Castle. In Jonathan Alder, that is Erica Detweiler and Sonia Walker. In Southwestern City Schools, big fight at Westland High School a couple weeks ago. Nine teachers hurt. Nine teachers hurt you got to get control of that situation in the Southwestern City Schools. You need to vote for Chris Boso and Kelly Martindale. That's who you need to vote for. Okay. What about Hilliard? Hilliard, three candidates. Zach Vorst, Lisa Chafee, Beth Murdoch. We'll talk to Lisa Chafee at 1133 today. What would the Virginia governor's race have to do with Ohio and with 
pumping back up your belief that things can be fixed as horribly wrong as they have gone. Well, the Virginia governor's race, where Glenn Youngkin, the Republican, has rallied to eliminate what many people thought would be an easy Terry McAuliffe victory. I'm not as optimistic as Hugh Hewitt. Uh, Hugh, who hosts mornings here on 9890 Answer, uh, today I felt conveyed the certainty that Glenn Youngkin will win. Now, Hugh is much closer to the situation than I am, but I'm just saying from afar, I'm kind of trying to protect myself a little bit because if Glenn Youngkin wins this, a state that a year ago Joe Biden won by 10 points, a state that is heavily in terms of population, not in terms of geography, but in terms of population, heavily blue. Geography, it's way red, but that's the way it is everywhere in the country. It's only the pockets, the cities, the big metro areas where millions of voters are congregated that are blue. But if Glenn Youngkin wins, he will have won because, A, he was a very savvy politician, and he realized that when Terry McAuliffe said that he does not believe parents should have anything to do and any input on what is taught to their children in schools. Terry McAuliffe not only helped Glenn Youngkin get back in the race, he gave the entire Republican Party a wide berth to connect with the kinds of voters Republicans have to have to win. Suburban moms, middle-of-the-road Democrats, yes, there are some. They've been steamrolled, overrun, outshouted by the crazies on the left side of the aisle. And they've also been, those middle-of-the-road Democrats, betrayed by supposedly moderate Democrats who are not moderate because they realize, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden, Joyce Beatty locally, they realize that I can't stay in my elected palatial tower if I don't embrace the super left-wing nut jobs out there. So I will act like climate change is a threat to the very nature of our existence as a planet. I will go along with completely ridiculous continual spending, even in the face face of soaring inflation. I will go along with open borders. I will go along with crazy, woke, mind-bending indoctrination in schools, critical race theory, social, emotional learning, comprehensive sex education. I will go along with all of that because if I don't go along with all of that, I will anger the loudest people in my party and they might make it so that I don't get reelected. So I don't really agree with their policies, but I will go along with them because I like power and I like the trappings of power. And we have a story here locally that shows us how much the trappings in power are intoxicating. Joyce Beatty, the head of the Congressional Black Caucus, Columbus, Ohio, Democrat, serving the inner city of Columbus. Representative Joyce Beatty has put her black lick home on the market. Five months after the death of her husband, Otto Beatty Jr. Now, the home is in black lick, and it's quite a home. And let me just say right up front, I have no problem with anybody living in a nice home, living in a stately home. I don't care. Good for you if you've been able to order your life in such a way, work in such a way, save in such a way that you have a beautiful home. Home is important. Home is paramount to the raising of a family. 
to practicing hospitality. I have no problem with a nice home. I have no problem that she owns a nice home. I have a problem with how she came to know the, the own the nice home and the fact that there's not a whole lot of details about it. And the fact that in defending it and making people go away, nothing to see here. My house is listed for $1.2 million. Joyce Beatty shows that she doesn't have a clue, not a clue, what life is like for people in Linden and Franklinton and the other areas she represents. She explains to the Columbus Dispatch that she's selling which, her home for $1.2 million. I have no doubt that's the market value. It's got an indoor basketball court, pool, double staircase, Kitchen with four ovens, sub-zero refrigerator, family room, wet bar, lower level, multi-level patio with hot tub. Sounds like a beautiful place, and I'm fine with that. I'll let AOC and Ilhan Omar and Lashidi Tlaib and others disparage somebody owning a home like this if they're a Republican. They won't have a thing to say about Joyce Beatty owning a home like this, of course. But it does seem to be uh, something that members of the left side of the aisle would protest unless it was one of theirs living there. They would also protest it if a Republican legislator had acquired a home the way the Beatty's acquired this home. From Ohio Dominican University in 2008, the university owned the home for a day before it was placed into a trust for the Beatty's, freeing it from the requirement that the sales price be recorded. Well, isn't that convenient? It shows up as zero dollars on the Franklin County Auditor site. Beatty said she thinks her late husband might have put the home in a trust for privacy reasons. Ah, Transparency. Love the Democratic Party transparency. But she said that though she does not remember what the couple paid for the property, she said it was fair market value. Well, why would we doubt Joyce Beatty on that? Otto Beatty's not around anymore to tell us any different. She says it was a little over a million dollars, maybe. And then here's the defense, right? Here's the defense that is the indictment. Here's the defense that is the indictment. Here's Joyce Beatty represents people in Linden, Franklinton, Near East Side, Miller Kelton, inner city Columbus. Here's Joyce Beatty, chair of the Congressional Black Caucus. She's a woman of the people. She knows what your life is like. Hard scrabble, scratching out a living Columbus, Ohio. Here's her quote. If you ask me how much a car costs, I wouldn't know. It's just the way my life, my life has been. I never thought to ask, how much was this car? How much was this house? Wow. The way my life has been. Now I ask, if you're voting for Joyce Beatty, do you think she knows what your life is like if she doesn't have any idea what a car costs? If she doesn't have any idea what a car costs, you think she has any idea what a carton of milk costs or what eggs cost or that hamburger has gone up like 60%? You think Joyce Beatty even knows? That gas prices are over three dollars a gallon now, and a year ago they were like two twenty. You think she knows that? She doesn't know anything. She's unaware, and she says it's just the way my life has been. Her life, really, Joyce Beatty. That's not the way life is in Linden. That's not the way life is in Franklinton. You know what, Joyce? That's not the way life is in Dublin or Hilliard 
or Plain City or Gahanna or Coshocton. That's not the way life is anywhere. People don't get homes listed for $1.2 million in trusts that are secret. That's very unusual. And yet here you are, standing there with Maxine Waters and AOC and Ilhan Omar and Rashidi Tlaib, and your woman of the people, you and Andy Ginther and Zach Klein and your all-Democrat city council, you feel people's pain. Oh, you understand. Nobody understands it like you, Joyce Beatty. Nobody. Isn't that interesting? That she doesn't know what a car costs. How much was this car? How much was that? By the way, do you find that believable? Do you find that believable? You and your spouse buy a house or buy a car. It has an indoor basketball court, a pool, maybe indoors, I don't know, but it has a pool. And your spouse says, hey, sweetheart, we got a new home. And you go in and you go, wow, this is really nice. Hey, great job on the transaction. And you never ask, what What did we pay for this place? Did we get a good deal on this? Hey, we got a new car in the driveway. Wow, it's a nice car. What did we pay for that? It never occurs to you? Not for you to ask, not for you to know. And you're not even the least bit curious about it. Hey, Joyce Beatty, out on the Hooli Plantation, I know what things cost, and my wife pays all the bills. I ask, can we afford this? We can? Okay, great. How are we doing financially? I occasionally have a question about that. I think most people do. I don't think you do. Or maybe I think you do, but you don't want us to know what you know. That's why tomorrow is important, folks. That's the whole theme of school boards all across Ohio. They don't want you to know what they're doing. And you get the chance to have a say in it and to order it. And you are entitled that. So vote and vote for the right candidates. Tomorrow is an important, consequential day. All right, I apologize I went long on the first segment because I got energized by the hypocrisy of Joyce Beatty, who acquired her now $1.2 million priced home in a trust from Ohio Dominican that they had for a day. And now it's sealed what they paid for it, or if they paid for it. And she says, I don't know what anything costs. I'm, I'm innocent. I'm Sergeant Soltz. I see nothing. I know nothing. So here's the deal, folks. I was out at dinner yesterday, at lunch yesterday. Family and I went out for lunch to, to uh, honor my wife for birthdays. It's what we do on a birthday. We go out to dinner. We go out to lunch. And we were at a, you know, modestly priced regular family restaurant. And I noticed on the menu they have the appetizer sampler, right? They have the appetizer sampler. You're not sure if you want the cheese sticks or the fried pickles or the potato skins. So you, so if you, if you get the sampler, you get a little bit of everything, right? And it's an idea of what their entire menu of appetizers looks like. Now, we didn't order this. But it got me to thinking, that's what we're all being fed right now in America, is the socialism sampler, right? The socialism sampler. Think about Russia, what it was at its worst, bread lines, people just going away to work camps in Siberia, oppressive police state, right? And when people say, in America, it'll never come to that, it'll never come to that. Well, not right away, but how do you like the socialism sampler you're getting so far? 
And you know, we're getting a little taste of it, aren't we? You notice at Kroger, the shelves, they're not all bare, but some of them are bare. That's a little taste of socialism. How do you like the uh, DOJ cracking down on parents at school board meetings and the just chilling effect of, yeah, violence and threats of violence? Oh, nothing falls under that umbrella. Ah, it's a small area. Violence and threats of violence. I don't like that guy. Is that a threat of violence? So there's another little take. Have a bite. Have a bite of your socialism sampler. Worthington, Dublin, Hilliard, America. Um, ships piled up. Cargo can't get in. Borders open. Prices going up. Gas prices going up. Lots of demand. Not a lot of supply. Mm, I'll have a bite of that socialism sampler. Thank you very much. And we're getting a sampler of socialism virtually every day. What's a part of socialism? The government tells you what's really going on. You see things going on and you say, oh, that, that looks bad. Wow, 13 American servicemen blown to bits in a suicide bombing. We left behind $80 billion in military equipment. Wow, what a crap show that is. No, no, that's an extraordinary success, according to the government. And a few people get way out of line and stupidly charge their way into the Capitol. And then a few thousand more follow them in and go, well, I, I, the mob's going. I guess we'll go in. Uh, take selfies of ourselves in Congress. Pretty cool. Oh, that's that's not a few crazy nut job lunatics and a bunch of other looky-loos. That's an insurrection. That's what that is. It's an insurrection. And we have people who are still in jail for it, who haven't been charged. Coming up on a year. Remember due process? Due process not served on the socialism sampler right now. Sorry, that's like most of the other stuff on the menu at restaurants. Not available anymore. Due process? <laughs> we, we don't serve that anymore. We're getting the socialism sampler. And pretty soon... You won't have anything else to sample if you keep voting for this. And you think, well, school board election ain't going to fix that, Bruce. It'll start fixing it. If Glenn Youngkin wins in Virginia, that'll be a signal. How many Democrats who face re-election in 2022 are not going to be impacted by looking at Terry McAuliffe losing from ahead? in Virginia and going, "Ah, I'm not so sure, President Biden, I want to go along. I'm not so sure I want to sign on for the socialism sampler. Because it looks to me like America doesn't like it. But if you don't find time to go to the polls, if you don't find time to vote for Mike Carey, to vote for the school board candidates that we've talked about, well then, enjoy your socialism sampler. Pretty soon it'll be the only thing on the menu. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.